Hello, welcome to the Critical Obsession podcast. My name is Mirella. And I'm Zoe. And today we're going to talk about episode 10 of Cooking Crush. Cooking Crush. So this episode wasn't as dramatic as we expected, but this series is very unexpected. So somehow I'm not surprised. It's funny that you say <laughs> that though, because I thought it was really romantic. I mean, like there were aspects of it anyway. But it definitely mm-hmm. wasn't what I was... There were certain parts that definitely weren't what I was expecting. Yeah, it always has something romantic it, in every yeah. episode. But I mean, we were making this... We were having this theory with certain series that have like the episode for the falling in love, episode five, the first kiss, and also some kind of a drama and like the third person. Episode 10, big time drama and 11 as well, maybe some kind of a resolution yeah. in episode episode nine the scrubbles episode this this series just um it's not it's not a t- adhering to our timeline it's just doing whatever it yeah, wants no, to I don't know. yeah <laughs> yeah i've been thinking about the scrabble thing and i feel like for this show especially after watching the trailer for next week i feel like my joke about the scrabble doesn't really fit this show but i think for this show rather than playing a game, they'll probably be like baking something together. <laughs> Eating. <laughs> Eating. Eating as boyfriends. <laughs> I feel like it's funny because I was like baking and then I was like, oh, don't make a weird like empreg uh, bun in the oven joke. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that would be me. I'm not watching Big Babe, so that's not ingrained in my brain yet. No, well, I just feel like it's 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 out there in the community at the moment because of Pit Babe. It's uh. such a, like, a weird thing that's happening that everyone's like, oh, I don't know about this. But yeah, I was not that that was not a joke I was trying to make. I just feel like they would be baking something or cooking something or, as you said, eating something. So we we were having a little conversation just before we started recording. And we were saying that, like, with this one, we often feel like we don't have much to say because for whatever reason. I think one oh, of no, the reasons is because... I, I know the reason. <laughs> oh, you know the reason. I, I do think know, you the, know reason. the reason. <laughs> but what I was saying was it's funny because we always say that and then we talk for a really long time. Um, uh-huh. But the I think the main reason is is because with most dramas everything is drawn out everything mm-hmm. lasts longer than an episode yeah plot, plot points carry on and because they're so big they alter future storylines there's all this like uncertainty because the characters don't communicate well there's all these things mm-hmm. there's none of that in this show they're all like green flags basically they communicate really well they don't lie to each other issues are resolved in the same episode usually or if there is a carryover it's because it's something that happened right you know towards the end of the episode but in general and and usually then it's it's dealt with within the first sort of like quarter or first half of the the next episode like nothing really has a long-term ripple I mean obviously there's a few things there's like the issues with the father and you know things like that but like even those at this point they're not painting them as some really big thing like they were both scared and afraid in the beginning but then they've decided that regardless of that they're going to work it out together uh, because the alternative is not being together and neither of them want that so it's really 
very refreshing but also it kind of makes it weird to talk about because we don't have Mm -hmm. those same like levels of confusion and angst that you would potentially have with another show is that kind of what you were going to say yes that's exactly what I was (laughs) going to say (laughs) because we also called each other after we watched the episode and we couldn't we could not not talk about it we had to say at least something and I think this is if I remember correctly we were talking about how this feels like it's it has chapters it's made out of Mm -hmm. chapters and even though like an issue is uh being handled it does not make you feel tense you do not feel stressed it makes you still feel secure even while they're figuring stuff out it's well, like we know you start feeling like this after a while because you see how they handle these issues in the series. Yeah. So, yeah, you know things are going to work out, that they're not going to start lying or behave, behaving in a weird way. This is going to get resolved pretty easily and pretty quickly because they're yeah. di- direct and honest. Yes, yeah. which, which feels very fresh. Yeah, and it's funny too because obviously we, there were a few things we knew were going to happen in this show. Like we knew there was going to be the confrontation with Ten's father and we knew there was going to be the slap the famous slap and things like that and so when those moments happen I was tense while they were happening and everything and obviously it was a little bit stressful Mm -hmm. and a bit upsetting and everything it's always upsetting watching Gunkara but like you also kind of just knew that they would work it out and so it was it was a weird kind of sensation, but I will confess towards the end of this episode last night, I was sending Marilla messages going like, Oh no, I don't know. I'm so, I'm so free. Like I, I, I'm so afraid <laughs> because, and I, I don't even know why, because like, uh... I don't you know why stuff, the stuff that happened is very unpleasant and you yeah. knew something bad was coming and the, you're like the characters were going through things that are painful and, yeah. Just, you know, you're think, empathizing with them. Because, you like them. You don't want them to feel like that. Yeah, I think it was because, like, with the stuff with the father, like, we knew it was going to happen and we kind of, they had shown us a bit of it in the trailer and we kind mm-hmm. of had this rough idea about how it was going to pan out. And although mm-hmm. there were certain aspects of it at the time that we weren't expecting, so, for ex- example, when all of the, like, kind of confrontation happens between Tan and his father, Prem is actually on the phone and overhears it all. I was not expecting mm-hmm. that. That was an interesting mm-hmm. layer to that scene that they did. Um, and so that... But also that, that scene took me by surprise because suddenly Tan is there dressed as he was in the trailer when the slap happened. And, uh, but it was really fast. I did not have time to get really, really stressed Prepare. because it happened yeah, too fast. Yeah. Yeah. But with this We're- scene at the end, the one that you're talking about, there was a bit of suspense because you know what happens in these kinds of situations. Yeah. You know, I just, it, I was a, it's getting I was a, built to something. It's building yeah. to something. Yeah. And I was afraid. It's funny because there was no re- there's no reason for me to have this fear. But I was afraid there was going to be a misunderstanding um, mm. between, between Tan and Prem. And, like, I should have known that they wouldn't be because they are such, like, great communicators. Um, Mm -hmm. and that like is what makes this show really interesting and, and everything. But yeah, I was like, there, there was some, there was definitely some interesting, interesting bits and pieces in this. That's for sure. Should we, should we start at the beginning and see how we go? Yep. Let's start at the beginning. 
Okay, so we start uh, basically with uh, introducing the teams, aren't they, for the for the competition? Yep. Yeah, yes. and so it's interesting because the host of the show says from 200 teams, they four made it. So that means that mm-hmm. we have some doubt from, from Prime as to whether or not they're worthy, essentially, or whether he's worthy. And yet yeah. they're one of four teams that made it out of 200. Like even if even if you even if you were put in there because you're the worst of the four, you're still better than like I can't math. What's two hundred less four? Ninety <laughs> six. You're two. It doesn't matter. Sorry, I'm bad at math. My brain's just like, wait, what? You want me to do what now? Um. <laughs> yeah, but um, you know. It's just, it fits his character. This is something that he's been struggling. It does. From episode one, this insecurity, and now it came back in this moment. I just thought it was interesting, though, because, like, realistic, like, like, yes, I get his insecurity, but, like, from a viewer's standpoint, like, wow, that's actually really impressive, like, this thing Mm -hmm. that they've done. I mean, obviously, it's plot, you know, but, like, still, if you, if this was a real-world situation, to beat out another 196 teams, that's, like, really cool. Like, that's a huge thing even if you're at the bottom of three uh, of four teams which obviously you're not because you you've already knocked a team out so you know it's do you think he's questioning if he's there because the chef Changma is interested in him I don't think he was before the stuff that happened happened I'd be interested to see if he has any thoughts next episode along the line of that because is this because he starts crying? Because there's this is another layer to add to his insecurity. Yeah, well, he says something like in the trailer to Ten's character, like, am I really that lame? Or something like that. Like, I wonder if he was... I suspect we're going to have a scene where either he ponders whether or not he them getting into the competition was because of the chef's feelings for him or whether mm-hmm. chef... Shang Ma will actually say something along the lines of that, which will shake his confidence. That would be so horrible of him. Well, I feel like I don't like this character anymore, so I don't trust him. Yes, me too. He lost me. I was giving him so much. I was giving him the benefit of the doubt. He seems like... I was giving him chances. Yeah, well, it's funny. Left and right. He did a really good job because, you you know me, I don't like... I said, I said from the very beginning, I don't like um, love triangles. Even mm-hmm. when there's no interest from, from the other party, I, st- I just don't like them. They just bug me. And mm-hmm. I, I, don't, I usually don't like the other character or I feel really attached to the other character and then I feel really bad for them when they you know, don't get the person. Um, mm-hmm. And so initially I didn't want to like him because, mm-hmm. well, at least I thought I wouldn't like him. I remember you were being way more like um as you say kinder to him and and optimistic yeah and but they got me they got me because he just seemed kind of a bit like a bumbling fool who had a crush you know what I mean but in this Mm -hmm. episode he shows I feel like his true colors which are not did not paint in a very light at all so I I my fear is that one of those two things will happen next episode Prem is going to wonder about what if they really made it into the competition because they should be there or if it's because of his influence or he will say something like that because he's like you know like a sour loser kind of but it's interesting to me because 
Because I would have liked if they let him be a good character. I I get that, but at the same time, I feel like because because our characters are so good, like because the the you have to have at least a couple of villains, kind of. But I I feel like you need for if 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 he wasn't that way, then the way that Ten reacts to him would be a negative part of Ten's personality mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that would and cause problems in their relationship. Whereas mm-hmm. in this, he is, maybe he goes a little far or whatever. It, that depends on your your ideas about things. But, like, his motivation and his what he says to Chef Shang Mai is not out of line, I don't think. So, um, and that's why when he tells Prem about it Prem listens straight away and then there's this this inherent trust that they have where they just they don't lie to each other they tell each other the truth they speak to it they communicate so things are I do think think, though that this makes things more interesting from the perspective of the game or the competition the fact that he's like this now he's like you don't know how things will go for them and it looks really bad because he's ready to apply his position like uh, the the how do you say it his influence as a judge yeah he's ready he's kind of doesn't he's not that scared of making it himself look biased he doesn't really care i feel like he has some kind of a superiority complex like he thinks he's very important or something well, I mean, he because... has won the competition like 290-something times. <laughs> Sorry. I think he's... <laughs> I think... Yeah, see, Darcy, Darcy agrees <laughs> that it's not funny when you laugh at your own jokes. What I wanted to say was that he has this uh, superiority complex. This is something that, uh, like, narcissists have. When something yeah. doesn't go their way, they start being very insecure and very uh, behave in a v- weird way, as far as I know. So everything must must work perfectly for him. Mm. Well, I mean, he, he, and I'll get to it when we get to those parts, but like the way he acts in this, in this episode is very much in line with what you're saying. Um, but yeah, if we go this back to- so He's so good at, at looking like he's a good person, at, at looking interesting. Like every time uh, they're filmed, and mm-hmm. even even when he talks with Te- with Pram, it feels like he's wearing this mask, like or the TV person- personality, because he knows that Pram was interested in that, and that's what he's giving to him. Like even if you remember the yeah. scene from the from yeah, the store it yeah, was yeah. like he was on, on a tv show when he was trying to impress yeah. his viewers like to look, like, like the, he was the, moving in a yeah. certain way that you uh move right. on television. i feel like the only time we're getting to see the real chef shang ma is when he's talking to ten alone and the picture that that paints is ugly it is yeah so, all right, let's go right to the beginning. So they're basically uh, talking, introducing the teams and everything, and they start the breakdown, and then there's a bit of commentary on how there's a, they're missing a person. And we get Ten the hero, who's like, says, I'm the third person. Ten dramatically it, to the rescue. That's right. And then it kind of goes back, and we get to that's see That's interesting, because that's, 
That's the same uh, thing that they did with the kiss when they showed us where we're going and then they showed us the uh, the path to that moment, you know? Yeah, yeah. The kiss will happen and now we're going to show you how it will happen. But that didn't work well because they showed the kiss in the preview. That was a big, yeah. big mistake. But here it worked. I yeah. think it worked here. And I think the other thing is, is that I think another reason why it worked here too is it wasn't the final, like, Same it wasn't thing. the end game. Yeah, it was like this, here's this, and then now we're going to get to it. And then it followed on from there and, and, it, and it like the scene grew, like got bigger sort of thing. Yeah, um, I was genuinely curious. I was, uh, I was invested. I was, uh, like, it, oh, there was a fair amount of suspense that's right that they built with this yeah yeah i agree and so we go back to the end of last episode where basically dynamite and prem are banging on the door trying to get samsi's attention to talk to him and he doesn't want to listen to them he's put his earphones in and or his headphones on rather and his uh leaving leaving the group chats and just like thinking back to all these things that had happened in the last you know however long that are now triggering him in in their thing yeah he's looking at the the places around him that are empty at the t-shirts that they were supposed to be wearing all of them and he's the only one who's wearing the t-shirt it's like even this moment is working you know to uh, sustain the idea that they left him. They didn't oh, even fine. put the t-shirts on. That's right. And it's like, it's a little thing, but like earlier in the evening, he was trying to get them to put their, not yeah. in this episode, but in the previous episode, he was trying both to get them to put their shirts on. And I feel like it probably came across to him, because at the time I remember thinking about it, it probably came across a bit to them, to him that they didn't want to put them on because like, well, Prem, his boyfriend was there or, you know, mm-hmm. whatever, close to us. And then later on, you know, um, Dynam- finding out that he'd been sneaking off with Dynamite. Uh, sorry, Dynamite had been sneaking off with Fire. And so, like, he's probably thinking, like, maybe they're embarrassed to wear their shirts or whatever. But And that mm-hmm. may have been the case or it just may have been that they were both so distracted that it was, like, not a priority at that moment. But either way, it doesn't feel good for him. Um mm-hmm. But what I noticed about this scene that I thought was really interesting is why all this is happening, like there's some music playing in the background and everything like that, but there's also a vis- very distinct ticking noise, like the ticking of a clock. Mm-hmm. And I thought it's really interesting. I wonder why they included it. I mean, it could be like people passing him by, you know, the, this this idea of these these friendships, like his fear of like time running out on on their friendship it's it was just very it was a very interesting choice for this moment mm-hmm. did you notice the clock ticking noise no i did not yeah well there you go something to look out for if you do a rewatch <laughs> and then i then we had the really cute scene then of like ten and prem hanging out with dynamite at fire's apartment i really like the idea of them all being friends like it's just like it warms my little heart um, another another moment where they could have made this uh, an issue. Like remember last time we were talking, and I think you said you you hoped Ten would not blame himself because he had that look on his face. Yeah, and he 
says it. He tries to do this. He like uh, suggests the idea that this might have been his fault because he was in in um, some seized uh, personal space, and it qu- quickly gets dismissed by Prem, and they just move on from this, and they do not dwell on this idea. Yeah. yeah, they don't they don't waller in it. So like Prem basically says, no, no, it was definitely the thing that I said. And so yeah, as you said, so instead of instead of Ten like fixating on it and it becoming a big issue between them, he moves on and starts to think about how can he help them. Like what, what's the best yeah. solution to to trying to help to get Sam C not to be so angry? Um, and this whole scene is like really like there's lots. It's like it's serious and it's kind of sad, but there's all these great like comedy moments of like dynamite being quite ferocious and challenging Far. And then when Far responds in kind, uh, he basically a dynamite's reaction to that. He basically folds and is and and Far becomes very sweet because he's it's like he's afraid. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the thing that made me really that amused me as well is that when he does that, they put in this like cat noise. Yeah. And I'm just like, why would you put a cat noise in? Cats are like the least compliant animals ever. <laughs> 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 they, you know, like they're they're not they're not gonna be like, you know, um you can't yell at a cat and make it do what you want it to. It'll just like give you the finger. Like I feel like if they could, I feel like if cats could flip you off, they totally would. I like actually. I think this dynamic is so interesting because obviously dynamite is someone who had to take care of himself. He had to be responsible. He had to become mature very fast. And now with fire, he can relax and just be spoiled. Yeah. Act but he's still, he's still very and much in charge, which is hilarious. He is in charge, yes. Yeah. And it, but it, I like the fact that fire spoils him. Yeah. It suits their d- dynamic, though, as well, because don't forget it, fire is used to having a strong, opposing, but loving um, <laughs> presence in his life. Like, uh-huh. for him, uh-huh. someone, like, yelling at him and sort of chastising him and basically like it's kind of love <laughs> yeah it's it's like love language to him yeah oh, so like no. when does that to him he he kind of likes it like it's he, his mother has broken him <laughs> oh, he's like in actual fact it's really funny you know like how people say um often girls date their fathers or whatever like in this instance and maybe he's dating his mom um <laughs> because i can kind of see i feel like she would have been a strong person when she was younger too like she seems to have seems to be somebody who probably worked really hard and like because her personality is a bit the way it is maybe she was a bit abrasive and maybe you know like she did things alone and stuff until like she met um fire's dad or whatever like it's just Mm -hmm. um I can see similarities between her and Dynamite, but it's just, and, and never so much as to when, when Dynamite is kind of yelling at him or like saying, like saying to him in a challenging kind of way, do you really want to go there and, and fire straight away caves? <laughs> but he always does. Yeah, it but, he's not, but he's not afraid of Dynamite. No, no, no. He, he does it because he loves it. He, because yeah, it, he loves he doing this. Takes, with him. He loves playing with him. But with his mother, yeah. But with his mother, I feel like he's kind of afraid. 
I feel like he so is, it's not really the same thing it's not but at the same time like I feel like the I feel like he understands though that his mother is like that because she loves him I feel like with his mother because he might think that he's not good enough or that she thinks he's not good enough like she the way she behaves with him might be putting putting out the fire inside yeah, of him yeah 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 even though his interactions with dynamite are very similar, dynamite ignites the fire inside of him. Yeah, yeah. And it's interesting because, as, as you said, like when he caves and that he's doing it because he wants to, he literally, every time he does it, he has the biggest smile on his face. Like he's not, it's like even last episode where he said, oh, you're trying to make me the submissive in our relationship from the beginning. When he says that, he has this huge grin on his face. Like he's like, I'm totally down for that. But it's just very it's very interesting and it's very cute and then of course we had this sort of funny uh scene with prem and dynamite basically shoving doc uh shoving 10 10 like when they're arguing with each other and instead of slapping one another like you would if you were sitting next to each other they're basically using 10's legs as like pim uh, like you know like um oh what do you call it um oh. i don't know Ugh, what's the words I'm looking what for? What is it? <laughs> I don't know. It's like they're having a very interesting game of like table tennis or something, but they're using Tan's legs. Uh-huh. So, and he's and just like, he's just moment. watching them like in disbelief that they're doing this. And then suddenly he's like, okay, that's enough. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's the moment when they decide what dish to prepare for the contest. Mm. This is when they made the plan. Yeah, when they're all together. Yeah. So. Yeah, and, and, and then we have this scene with Samsi. and his feelings, and I really felt that because I'm that he was me in this scene. <laughs> and of course, of course, Meta is there. I know, right? Like, how do they always run into each other? I mean, I get it because Meta is a huge fan of food as well. Like, they are the perfect friends. You know, one likes to one likes to eat, but also likes to cook, and the other one really likes to eat. So. Like I can understand why and likes to tease the one that likes to cook as well. Oh my god, he's so fond of him. They are like such an old married couple. The way that they bicker, (laughs) it's really funny to me. I had a couple of interesting like thoughts about them this episode, Um, but oh, to tell. Yeah, yeah, I will. So the beer where he like <laughs> rubbed Samsi under the chin, I was dying so much. Like, what have they done to me? What have they done to me? I was just like, oh my god, it's so cute. Like, why? Um, yeah, but Meta was so charming. I was like, how how come now I see you like as a as a romantic hero all of a sudden? Like, I know why are you so cute? What happened? I know it's so so cute. And it's just Can like, you imagine if they just if, if if this is just you know uh, uh, to throw us off and if what what if this is just them messing with us and they aren't going to go anywhere with well, this? Well, I mean, look, I, I really can't work it out because at the moment it definitely works as just a bromance, like. But I can't work out if they're just trying to do the bromance thing. Because it kind of looks like it. Like, they really didn't do any big things this episode with them that in, that mm-hmm. necessarily show you that there's, like, an attraction or something like that. Yeah. Like, whereas last, last episode, we totally got a bunch of things that, like, lent in that direction. So we had the, like... Which weren't even in the cut version, though. Yeah. 
which like really kind of like threw me at the time because we weren't expecting it but we had like the whole you know moment where they're looking at each other when sam c catches but you know what i'm thinking Mm -hmm. i think like in the in the last episode those moments would not change much but in this episode all the moments that we had with sam c were in direct connection to the um competition fight yeah. To to the uh conflict with the friends. I feel mm-hmm. like there was no space for um like flirting. There was the the, the moment was not right. Oh, wait, but the moment was... for genuine connection was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I mean if they only intend to do the yeah, yeah. If they're the only gonna do their in relationship the... in the uncut version, yeah. In the uncut version. Like there was no space for that. To to um, yeah, because for them to uh, for them to cut scenes, they would have been in cutting bits that are too important for the actual main story. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel like they did. Like this is the thing. As I said, I can't work out if they're just trying to do romance because in what sometimes it just feels like that. But then they'll do something like the under the chin thing to me, mm-hmm. and because that wasn't a mocking thing, that was sweet. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, okay, so are they going in the couple direction? Because I want it so much. Like, oh my god, I want it so much. Like, I really wanted a moment in know. the scene where Sam C was saying about how, like, if there's anything that sets them apart, he, he's afraid that they'll leave him behind or something like that. I'm paraphrasing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm, I was mm-hmm. hoping to see something where Method was like, so they have boyfriends. Do you want a boyfriend? <laughs> and he's like very hamish, kind of like over the top, flirty manner would have fit very nicely there. I feel like it was a missed opportunity, GMM. Um, but they were so serious and so cute at the end, like when like Sam C is, is thinking about everything because Matha sort of says to him, you know, you, you've still got a competition that you have to turn up for and everything. And Sam C sort of is kind of pensive and thinking about it. And Matha is very serious and thinking about it as well. And I just, mm-hmm. I really, really liked that scene. And it's funny because it was, was a- really interesting how even though Sam C always fights with Meta. Like, for example, now it's clear that Meta is um, seeing Sam C as, like, a person who he wants to spend time. He's okay to get close to. Mm. Yes, he is interested. He's invested. Mm. While Sam C is kind of pushing him. Like, he's not sure. He's, he's probably, yeah, he's scared to invest in relationships with people because they do not stay around. Yeah. So when he, when he does, it's very important to him. But at, in this moment at the table, he actually wanted to connect with Matha and he wanted to hear his point of view and he like stopped him from joking because he really wanted to know his opinion, mm. which I thought, and, and what I thought was also interesting is that Matha did not give him a solution. Basically, what happened there is he, he offered an ear. Yeah, he offered to listen to him, but did not offer a solution. Yeah, he let method. He let Sam C work it out on his own, which is really good. But I, the mm-hmm. other thing I really liked about this scene as well, is that what we're starting to see. I feel like with them, and this is another reason why I feel like they would work as a couple, is that we don't really necessarily see him, method. I mean, thinking about Sam C as a friend. Like, he doesn't seem like he's applying that to him. Like, he treats Ten and Fire a very kind of distinctive way. 
Um, mm-hmm. but with but with Mather, it's like they're either bickering or he's being really sweet with him. So it's almost mm-hmm. like this is his weird version of like courting or like flirting or something. Um, mm-hmm. and so it fits with the idea of their being a relationship. And it, and as you said, it's it fits now that we know that Sam C has this fear of like being too old to make friends and being insecure and all the rest of it. Um, he's probably like not going to see Mather in that way unless like Mather makes an actual move on him I think mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then he's going to be like wait what <laughs> no matter yeah. how old those Mather is he will not get it unless Mather tells him directly is this what you're saying yeah 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 or like he kisses him or he does something like I feel like he is he's mm-hmm. inclined to and even then I feel like his immediate response is going to be like why are you making fun of me like why are you teasing yeah, me yeah, 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 that is yeah. their dynamic uh-huh. And then Method will yeah. actually have to spit like spit it out to him and be like, I well, I like you kind of thing. Um yeah. but it's so like I love how he keeps calling him old man. <laughs> he calls him old man yeah. all the time. Um and it's just but it's it doesn't sound like an insult. Like it just sounds like I don't know, like an endearment almost at this point. But yeah, it's funny, you sent me a post, I think you sent it to me. Either you sent it to me or I sent it to you, one or the other, but I think you sent it to me. Um on Twitter. Oh yeah. And it, yeah, and it was by someone called at Jumper Pole, um, who basically says something that someone suggested that Metha was late to the competition to watch the competition because he drove Sam C there. And so then But I it like, definitely it definitely it definitely felt like that, didn't it? It fits because it, they both appeared at the same time. Yeah, well actually he appears sort of slightly later, but like not enough time for it to be like it would be a really weird coincidence. So I feel like more. And why would he turn up? Like why would? Because let's face it. Like no, because from... like no. What 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 it could could be? Like maybe he took it took him a little bit more time because he had to park the car to find yes, a that parking was my thought. Like that. Yes, I thought he dropped him off and went to go and park the car. And because yeah. this is my this is my thought, and this is the other reason why it lends to me as well that there is a relationship building there whether it's a bromance or it's an actual relationship relationship because otherwise why is metha even there yeah do you know what yeah because I mean? in the last in the last when we watched the last episode and the the trailer was uh i saw the trailer for mm-hmm. this episode i was surprised and kind of disappointed that metha was not watching the competition and i was like does this mean like we, we we're not getting the you know, the Metha Samsi boyfriends because Samsi is going to show up. He is going to show up, isn't he? Mm-hmm. And so I was like, but it's not a good sign that Metha is there. And now he is there and we're still questioning, which is hilarious. Well, no, no. I mean, I, I'm my thing was, the what I'm questioning though is like, is I don't think he would be there without Samsi. So mm-hmm. he had to know Samsi was there. Otherwise, why would mm-hmm. he have gone? Because he wouldn't have gone for Prem and he wouldn't have gone for Fire because he doesn't know them. Mm-hmm. like he know he sort of knows of them because of the boys like because of his friends but he doesn't really know them and in actual fact out yeah. of the two of them he knows dynamite more than he knows prem for example um mm-hmm. and so like you one could argue he went there because he wanted to see 10 Sam- like get a oh. boyfriend <laughs> mm. but i feel like i feel like him being there is he's there because he was there for sam c yeah yeah 
And so then I was thinking, okay, so if we if we roll this back, Sam C basically tells um, Ten and Prime that he went home to his hometown to get the prawns that he got for the competition. Mm-hmm. So did Method drive him? Did Maybe. they go on a road trip? Because I'm thinking if they are we were going to like, find this out, it's like are they going to talk about it? I don't know. I wanted I want like a flashback because I feel like if this is what happens, like I feel like if this is a thing that happened where, you know, Sam C had this thing where he decided he was gonna do this and like he pulled Metha into it for whatever reason because Metha is was involved at this point, like with mm-hmm. between the two of them. And then, so he drives him, they go and get the prawns. He drives him straight from, like, there to the competition, goes and parks the car. We have all of this happening in the background that at this point we don't, like, as a viewer, we don't know. But let's just say this is what happened. None of Mm -hmm. them know about it as well. And then, like, at the end of the, the first round of the competition, we have this whole scene where Dynamite is, like, they're going to go and have a meal at Prem's family's restaurant or whatever and dynamite's like i'll go with fire prem you go with doc and sam sees like who am i gonna go with and meth is like well who do you think like me kind of thing and he's all like i don't want to go with him why do i have to go with him now it's really hilarious if they've just spent like hours in a car together alone like without anyone knowing and now it's like a little bit of that whole the lady doth protest too much kind of situation <laughs> um and so mm-hmm. it would be really funny if the others find out like that they were together all this time i'm just like it would be interesting because i would i can imagine that prem and dynamite would be like well, what's that about and sam C would be like nothing and they'd be like are you sure <laughs> <laughs> are you sure it's like that's like not a little thing that happened and i feel mm-hmm. like it it does lead credence to the fact that this may have happened because Prem was very sure that Samsi was going to turn up which makes me think that he knew that Metha was with him and Metha and Ten sorry Ten sorry Ten was Mm -hmm. very sure that Samsi was going to show up Um, Mm -hmm. and so it makes me think that maybe he knew because uh, Metha was with him and like maybe was messaging or like whatever and they and neither um Fire or Ten seemed really surprised for him to turn up. Whereas I would be surprised if I was them because I would be a bit like, why are you here? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who, whose boyfriend are you? But like, it's funny because later on as well, when there's the scene where they're describing like why they cooked what they cooked and it's all this really cute friendship moment and stuff. And then there's this shot of the three of them and they just look like three proud boyfriends. Yeah. Like all three of them. <laughs> So I feel like Matha is too invested for them just to be friends or like acquaintances or whatever. Matha is just a very, very invested person. Like in in the scene with him and Tan, the way he pushes Tan to act is very interesting. I love their friendship. I loved all of the friendship scenes in this episode, but Matha and Tan in particular are hilarious together because you get this the scene is dedicated to to the friendship this mm-hmm. is a friendship ep- friendship episode yeah even the, they, uh, even the name of the episode has something to do with um, friendship with something something to the trio yeah the, oh actually it's the name of the dish isn't it yeah 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 and it's interesting yeah. because like 
I mean, obviously they're both friends with Fire, but I get the impression that maybe they met him at university or something because obviously Metha and Ten have been friends since they were young. Um, <laughs> I love how when he is accusing accusing Tan of like having a boyfriend without without telling him but he's not he doesn't really care like he's just like but he's still you know basically just doing it to give him a hard time and yeah and then Prem's like but we're not official and he goes so the old man lied to me (laughs) (laughs) I I laughed so hard because he's just like I'm just like oh no is this gonna be one of those things like if they if they become a couple we have this cute thing with um, like Fire and Dynamite have cute little names for each other. Uh, Tan yeah. and Prem call each other Doc <laughs> and Chef, <laughs> and yeah. Sam C and and Metha are gonna be like old man. And what does he call him? Like gray haired something or whatever. Gray haired, like, yeah. <laughs> their their nicknames for each other are going to match the the vo- uh, volatility of their relationship. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was just. I and I love I, I'm like really curious to know what Metha is studying now because I was curious before but now I'm even more curious because we have in this scene where um he's trying to sort of like say to Ten why are you wasting time like just ask him to your boyfriend already and Ten says to him he doesn't want to distract him from his competition and Matthew's and Metha's arguing that it's the perfect time and Ten reminds him that he failed to get into medical school because he was too busy like moaning over and like being obsessed with his sweetheart at the time and so that's why they're yeah. doing medical school together so he obviously was planning to go to medical school and didn't get in so now I'm really curious to know what it is that he does so if somebody knows what the gray like smock thing that he wears to university what department that indicates I'd be really curious to know feel free to drop us a line um but I was gonna google it this afternoon and I forgot all about it um <laughs> but it's just and, and it's interesting. I thought the wording was, I, once again, it could be a translation thing as well, but it didn't say girlfriend. He said something about over your sweetheart. Mm-hmm. So they did specify yeah. gender. Well, they used the fan, I guess, in Thai, which is not, which is genderless. I don't think so, they used that. I think they, I don't think it was. They didn't. I don't think so. I mean, I, I would have to go back and check, but the translation said sweetheart. Hmm. So if that is correct, then it's interesting because they chose something that's, gen- once again, genderless, but, like, kind of on purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, because we know, as we know, Fane doesn't have, isn't, doesn't have a gender associated to it. Um, so it could be girlfriend or yeah. boyfriend. So to, to use that doesn't necessarily, you know. Um, but maybe thought- other terms. Yeah, there are other terms that are genderless as well. Yeah, and it's it's interesting too, though, because as well, because even when they use that, if the character is meant to be straight, then they'll say girlfriend, like when the translate when they translate it into English. Yeah. So you mm-hmm. know it's girlfriend, or you know it's whatever. But it, they very, I don't know. I I'm assuming it was on purpose, but as I said, unfortunately mm-hmm. because of the language barrier, I can't know that for sure. But if they did do it on purpose, it's very interesting because they've made it very like unclear about like what his Mm -hmm. preference is by doing it in this way um yeah but they have also alluded to the fact that he can get a little silly when he likes somebody which is I feel like how he is around Samsi he gets a little silly (laughs) like the thing with the meatballs you know like the very beginning where he bought all the meatballs just to kind of like 
almost to spite Samsi. Yeah. I'm like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. did he do that on purpose? Was this like pulling pigtails? Now I'm like wondering all the, I'm like thinking of all these things from the past and I'm like, am I looking yeah. too much into it? But I kind of hope I'm not because if not, it's like really makes it even more adorable because it means that yeah, he didn't like it, him. Even in, the, even, even in the last episode, he was just teasing him for, for what? For what? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like it's, yeah, but I'm just saying, like, if that was what he was doing back then as well, I feel like there's the potential that maybe he liked him for a while, which is really cute. Yeah, uh-huh. So yes. I'm I'm just like, oh. So then we get to the scene with the bullies and yes. Tan and Prem and Dynamite. And, oh, my God, I loved I love Ten's reaction. <laughs> like, yeah. don't touch him. I don't like it. I th- I think I sent you a screaming message or something because you did. that was that you was did. Hot. <laughs> and it was so funny because when you sent me that message, I didn't have context for it. But I, you like wrote something like spoilers or whatever, and then you and I was just like, oh, I think we're around about the same spot. So I listened to it, but we weren't at the same spot. And I didn't uh-huh. have context, so I'm thinking, oh, already the chef has done something. That's what I, my first thought mm-hmm. was. So when it was that, I was, like, relieved and kind of amused. But also I was just – I'm now, when I rewatched it, because I rewatched the episode today, I was watching, I'm thinking, there's a very interesting foreshadowing there. Yeah. Where he says, don't touch him, I don't like it. Um, <laughs> but, This yeah. is, like, the mini version, and then later we have the, you know, the real thing. Yes. Yes. In a way. Although, like, yeah. this had two completely different situations. Because yeah. here it was about bullying. It was about making Bram feel smaller. And in the the other um, Well, I, it's situation. interesting I feel like the other situation made Bram feel uncomfortable as well, but just in a different way. It also made him feel... Uh, yeah, I... Uh, the chef uses very interesting words when he talks with Jen, and we should talk about it when we get there. Yeah. So anyway, we, we actually um, did. We actually did miss a big scene. Well, not a big scene, but we missed a scene before this, where um, basically it's when Prem and Dynamite arrive, and they're they're second guessing whether or not they should stay and do the competition without. Samsi and they basically decide to leave but then Prem kind of does the whole uh, sorry Ten kind of does the whole um like there is three people here I'm not in the competition but I'll be your power bank or whatever he says um and they have a mm-hmm. cute little moment <laughs> which Dynamite's like I want a moment um yeah. and then they go and get their stuff because they're told by one of the staff that they should go and get changed so the the scene with the bullying is with them at the lockers getting their clothes and ready clothes ready to get changed and this scene like after we have um the bully stuff it switches from tan and Cran i think and goes to you know... and dynamite yeah, that's kind of yeah. Let's take it by one by one. So yeah. we had the dynamite scene, dynamite and fire. I thought a f- animation in that scene was so freaking cute. It was it adorable. Was really it was. It, it was, was adorable. And dynamite's reaction, like, "What are you playing?" And then he he smiles. He's like, "I like it." Yeah, it was really cute. But also the moment that I thought was kind of a nice uh, visual representation besides the animation 
um, Dynamite was talking. So well, they were talking about how they were building the fire inside Dynamite. So they were talking about fire and firing him up and blah, blah, blah. And the TV, there was a TV behind, mm. behind Dynamite and it had fire on it. Mm-mm. Yes, I did. So also, also visual representation, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I love the little animation of the hearts and that when like uh, fire was drawing hearts on his chest, like to light him up. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, I this this whole thing was really really cute, and I never knew that Nero could be so cute and sweet. Like I'm loving him in this character, and I feel like the the pairing of them is really really good. I really really enjoyed it. Yes, and then we get the ten pram and um, cheek kissing with all the blushing. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah! Oh, I forgot about that. Yes, that was that was also really really cute. But just the undressing scene—it's like, oh, look the wow. way he helps him get changed. It's so interesting to me. This scene is so interesting. I think a huge part of like I feel like this scene was like there were three characters in this scene. There was ten. <laughs> there was Prem, and then there was the sway of guns back. Yep, <laughs> because... I completely agree. And it reminded me. It reminded me of a scene from Last Twilight, which, which was also very sensual and like the undressing scene um, mm-hmm. from episode three, which was also very sensual and filmed in, the very, in a very interesting way. But this one felt you know, like held there, held its own. It was well, different. I, and it I was feel- and a very interesting aspect was the fact that it was that uh, Pram has his back turned yeah. to Tan while he's being undressed. And it's what? all about the back, which yeah. Tan has been obsessed with, obviously, for quite some time because he keeps keeps reaching out to that part of but Tan's body. The thing that gets me about this scene, and the, the difference I feel like between, obviously, the, the main differences between this one and the one in Last Twilight. In Last Twilight, uh, Day is not really aware of the tension that's happening. Yeah. And... Mm-hmm. and uh, but Mork is totally aware of the tension. Like the tension is all vibrating in him, and yet he's doing mm-hmm. this act of service, this act of caring by help by assisting Day, and yet he's like dying, like he's absolutely dying inside because he's just like, what the hell? I feel like it took them in Last Twilight. It took them by surprise the way they were feeling there, yes. but here they kind of knew what they were doing. It was an well, exercise of uh trying to how do you say it? What is the word when you're um. Like exercise of control it's restraint yeah I saw it differently because I feel like this scene like although it was really really sensual and but I also mm-hmm. felt it was cute and sweet because it's funny to me like you mentioned that Ten is obsessed with Prem's back and he totally is oh my god mm-hmm. but in this scene he's very like matter of fact about the whole thing he doesn't linger he doesn't touch his back at all in a sexual way it's all very yeah. like he is caring this is all about him taking care of prem and i feel like prem probably was actually expecting ten to maybe do something along the lines of like you know stroke a hand down his back or like whatever like him turn around he'd be standing there lingering staring at him or whatever but in actual fact he's all about just taking care of prem and i feel like prem feels so like he seems so considering and overwhelmed a little bit in this scene where he's just like, because it is a very sensual, very like kind of sexually charged scene, but it's like he's seeing this other side of Ten where Ten is taking care of him 
um, in the yeah. sweetest way. Like it's it's all for ten in that moment. Like it could have been a sexual scene because like they really want each other. Like these guys. Mm-hmm. I saw another post on Twitter today that made me laugh for a good like two or three minutes, where um, they said something about not being boyfriends and the person wrote something like they've almost had sex in public like three times like <laughs> get it together guys or something like that um yeah. and it was just and that's what it's like every like whenever they're really really close like that and if there's you know this should have been a moment that was really highly sexually charged and everything but in actual fact prem is uh, sorry 10 is just about um making sure that Prem is safe, has everything that he's ready, that he, you know, like it's very, very caring. It's very, very sweet on his part. And I think it it's like uh Prem is getting to see a different side of 10 that he hasn't really like noticed before. Um and it's because the way he looks at him in this scene is just like as he's dressing him, you know what I mean? Like it's this moment where yeah. he's just like, Oh my god, I love you so much. And it's a scene where mm-hmm. he's being dressed, not being undressed, which I thought was really, mm-hmm. really interesting. Um, so yeah. And then we get the whole conflict. Uh we get back to the scene from the beginning. Yes. And Tan tries to dramatically rescue them, which is giving Prem courage to try to stand their ground and convince the jury to let them participate even though they don't have the third member or their team present but like how triggered is the chef in this moment like chef shang ma and he's being a dick because it's 10 like i feel like if someone else yeah. had stood up and been like oh i can be the third person he would have argued for but as soon as mm-hmm. it's him he just like is such a dick and his death stare, like, after the, they get permission from the judges yeah. to go ahead as two, and Prem and Ten are just standing there looking lovingly at each other, and you see him in the background behind Ten's shoulder, and he is just, like, the death glare is amazing. And then Ten turns around and sees the way that he's looking at them, and I just felt like, I, like, I literally wrote down, dude, get over it. You weren't even a player on the board. Like, he, he's not even in the game. Like, yeah. But, yeah, I was really surprised because he was such a dick. So then they, they're cutting the power down. Oh, also, I thought it was very funny, the, the white dude. It's the <laughs> dramatic. important. Yes, it's so hilarious, because what the hell is he doing there? I don't think anyone is actually interesting, interested in what he's saying. He's not even saying anything. Everyone else decides what to do, and he just looks like he's deciding something. Like, he's just like the decoration in that, in that program, in that situation. This yeah. is how it feels. Yeah. The other judges. Was, I thought the moment. Yeah, it was hilarious. <laughs> but it's interesting because it will be interesting, as you said, to see how it all plays out later on, wh- whether or not he will, because he clearly doesn't have a problem with being vocal about things. Like he shuts down, you know, the idea of Tay being out at uh, Tay, uh, Ten being able to help them because he doesn't want him anywhere in there. So if it benefits no, I mean- him. I mean the white the the guy who like is the boss or something when they turn everyone turn to the white dude and he oh and like, who doesn't say anything just, oh okay yeah I don't know what that's about it's really weird <laughs> yeah it was funny <laughs> and how people it reminds so, me of there's a scene of, from a drama or something I think it's a K drama maybe where like there's supposedly there's this director 
who like everybody wants to work with, but you can only like he'll only work with you if you like if he likes you. But he's this kind mm-hmm. of person who like he doesn't say anything. So you you have to take your cues from a director who does not say anything. And so mm-hmm. like if you get things wrong, well then he doesn't like you. But like how do you know what he wants from you if he doesn't talk to you? And so it was this mm-hmm. whole like um big thing where this this person for whatever reason he had no idea what the director wanted from him but he kept making mistakes and doing these like having these like happy accidents where he would do something that would impress the director and it was like Uh maybe that was something like he'd actually what he'd been trying to say was something like oh you know do it this way or whatever and he had been like nailing it on the head accidentally (laughs) like over and over again and so he became this like really famous actor or something because of this director who loved him and everyone kept saying you know oh my god you know how do you know what he what he wants from you and all this stuff and the guy's like I have no idea what's going on <laughs> so but I can't what if this guy life. doesn't what if this guy doesn't even speak Thai <laughs> they just yeah, all yeah, turn to him and he has to look like he's thinking something see if it gets interpreted but it's Funny. very it's, it just reminded me of that when I was watching it because it's like okay or it's like and then they, they have the, they play, the, you know, when people play baseball and they do the like cool things where they like tug on their ears and I don't know, maybe stuff means something different in the chef world. Yeah, I don't know. Um, they just <laughs> have the thing, uh, they're cutting the power down to make it, to escalate the situation and make it more interesting. Make it dramatic. It's funny because yes. Marilla's like, is this a thing? I don't watch I don't watch cooking shows. This is a thing they do. <laughs> and I don't remember specifically them doing this, but there's definitely like depending on the cooking show, they do do challenges where they try and make it like difficult. Like they'll they'll make huh. they'll make the people make a recipe or something that would normally take a couple of hours, but they they only give them like half an hour or an hour or something to do it. So then they need to try and work out how can they or maybe they need to replace the ingredients with something that is available to them yeah so right? something like that so they, they do like... do challenges so i feel like this is probably mm-hmm. what they were trying to achieve um by yeah. doing that but yeah yeah well, it's clear but well the some sea arrives and meta is there but while everything is happening i thought it was really interesting how um i thought it was um important to notice that their team was the most interesting one because of all the drama because you know they were so honest and present because like the viewers were watching them struggle and you kind of start um caring about people if you see them struggle because you it makes you empathize with them more yeah that's right and so i feel like the the, the public Yeah, the public would love them more, most. I mean, the, the camera crew filmed them most. Yeah. As far as I noticed, because mm-hmm. they they were interesting. Yeah. Everyone is curious, will they make it, even though there's just the two of them? And then the third guy, the guy arrives, and they, they're all crying. And they're like, look here, we have fr- friends. I'm sorry. Like, something is happening behind the scenes. And then everyone is crying. <laughs> it's yeah. so funny. It so does, I feel yeah. like the public, the public must love them, and it's gonna be like I think logically the public would love them, but then yeah. we're going to have this situation in the next scene, in the next episode with uh, Tan and Shangma. So I don't know. This this might 
mess things up mess things up for them because because this is not the same it's it's different kind of a uh, different kind of drama no one like this, kind of this kind of stuff. yeah mm-hmm. and this is the thing like you know um we'll get we'll get to that in a minute but yeah it's 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 one of the things that i most just not disliked about the episode but just made me dislike him again once again make made me really mm-hmm. have issues with the chef so um but yeah so they got criticism for their simple dish but their dish had a story which i feel like this is a kind of this this show lends itself to they want something like that and then as i said it was like that scene was like th- their three proud boyfriends watching their 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 fr- their boyfriends have special friendship moment um mm-hmm. and then we had 10 10 was going to go and ask prem to be his boyfriend but he approached as he was approaching them he realized that they were having this moment like they were they were having an even more important reconciliation the three of them and so he backed away and let them have their moment even though he wants to talk to prem he put prem above himself and his own needs so once again he is such a green flag here it's not about what he wants it's about like this is like prem is happy they're sorting their stuff out he doesn't want to get i was a bit concerned yeah i was a bit concerned when matha kept pushing him go go and it's like no this is not the moment leave them leave them alone they're having like a they're having the talk they're having a moment no don't go there but he did not interrupt them which is which is great i love it because I think he's seeing, like, he's seeing, but by by spending the time he has with Prem um, and seeing Prem talk about his friends and meeting them and, like, even being a part of, like, the blow-up with Sam C and everything, he knows how important that this friendship and this competition is to the three of them. So he's never going to try and get in the way of that. Um, I was also, I was thinking about the line that, that Sam C says here, that he's too old to make a new friend. Yeah. And in this situation, it's life. You kind of have to let go a little bit, but you don't have to. You don't have to let go of these people completely because there is the new opportunity. There is the opportunity to make friends with their boyfriends, to make yeah. friends with the boyfriend's friends. Yeah, so it's actually a boyfriend. <laughs> Yes, because this is how you keep your friends in your life, by being friends with their boyfriends and maybe uh, their friends as well, the boyfriend's yeah. friends. Your friend, yeah, that's but right. It is, but it is a scary thing when a change like this happens and it's understandable. And well, I mean- most times, so many times, like even it happened to me uh, when I had a friend and they uh, got a girlfriend and suddenly suddenly i'm not a friend anymore yeah and like you have to consciously try to to make friends with the partner with their partner as well but if they don't want them they don't want to share that uh part of their life with you you just there's nothing you can do about it no that's right yeah i mean i've been this is what scared him and this is what scared him because bram brought his boyfriend and he was fine with that but fire didn't fire yeah. chose to hide uh, i mean I think, dynamite didn't dynamite yeah. chose to hide fire i think that too but i think also as well the fact that like tan and prem weren't afraid to just like go at it in front of him 
when he's not in that situation. Like it's, it's a big difference being like very like, I guess, um, you know, uh, affectionate with your loved one in a group of partners who are also being affectionate than being like really like that in front of a bunch of friends and some of them who are single. I mean, it's kind of probably not inappropriate. I mean, it's probably kind of not appropriate. And so that also potentially may have made him feel a bit weird as well because he's not in that place where mm-hmm. he has someone where he can do that with. So, which is yes. why they should totally give him a meta-shaped person in his life to do that with. Yes. <laughs> um. So then we have Prem messaging Tan, asking him where he is. So he's noticed that he's not sitting with the others, obviously. Um. Mm-hmm. They and they and they from from we get the impression. Uh, that there's only like a few minutes before they're about to start filming again. And so basically the chef, Chef Shang Ma challenges Ten. And the way he says to him, and also he waits until he's on the stairs, you know, it's like he's put himself in a position not only of like, he tries to make it sound like he's more important than Ten um, and that he has more Everything that she does... Everything that he does here and the way he acts makes me think that he's actually a narcissist. A narcissist. Yeah, because putting himself like above him like that, literally yeah. like in, but at the top of the stairs and everything, it's very yeah. But the line you had, you had no claim on him from the beginning. Like you had no claim. Who says that? But the, the really funny people? about thing about that line and hang on, I'll get to it in a second. The the line he says before that though, where he says. I know you like him, otherwise you wouldn't stand in my way like this. What do you mean, yeah. stand in your way? I was like, dude, you only met Prem because they were basically on a date in your restaurant. Like, read the room. Like, he already had somebody, you know, just because they hadn't acknowledged it yet. They, they Literally, they went there, Ten pulled out of his chair for him and everything without knowing anything about them. I would assume mm-hmm. that they had been dating, like, just the way that, that, that Ten treated him that night. And I think we had a conversation but about this before and you said maybe he didn't notice any of that. And maybe he didn't. But I think this whole, the way he, when he says, stand in my way, I think he might be prompted by uh, the idea that Prem is his fan, but somehow in his brain, his inflated ego made him think that that's like a big thing. Like he has yeah. some right. Like that, like that means more in his brain. That means more than it actually does. Yeah, well, it's like it's like you know. Yeah, he said he he's got this thing where he feels like he's more entitled to be with Prem. Like he's such a dick in this moment, and how he says, uh, "I I love how Ten says to him, you 'You're wasting your time. He doesn't like you. He likes mm-hmm. me.'" I was like, "Yes, Ten, yes." But then how the chef was so arrogant and confident. Like, mm-hmm. where has he been given that? I mean, besides the fact that Prem clearly, as you said, thinks of him like a fan, literally he's had no encouragement from Prem. In actual fact, Prem tried to turn him down and he cut him off because he didn't want to hear what he knew he was going to hear. Like, and his mm-hmm. words, as he said, because you had no claim to him from the start. I was like, seriously, dude, you should listen to yourself because that is like literally his place in this conversation he had no rights from the start um and i just it's so yeah because he prem has not encouraged him at all so but also the way the way he tells him um you really don't know the rules or something like this when 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 tan says there's no sign 
to uh, forbid bringing food and drinks. That's very condescending. Yeah, the way he talks to him. Oh yeah, he's just. It's and maybe he's feeling insecure because, like, I think a couple of times in this episode, it's funny. Um, we had the moment where he says something about like this rule is in the competition so that like professional chefs can't step in at the last minute. And he says mm-hmm. to them, I'm not a chef. I'm a med student. And then mm-hmm. he says the same thing to the bullies when they call him a bodyguard mm-hmm. or something like that. So it's like, he, you know, like he's a doctor maybe, I don't know, or he's heading in that direction. But yeah, he's definitely, tr- he's majorly triggered. He knows, he, I feel like the chef knows that Prem doesn't like him. I feel like he knows that deep down, I feel like he knows that he likes 10. He has to be blind. I mean, it's so clear that they like her into each other. And yeah. he's had, as I said, he's had zero encouragement from Prem. When Prem tried to like let him down, he was like, oh, don't tell me now. Like, think about it. Like, because he knew I feel he was like he's get trying to like he's trying to confuse Bram into being with him, like putting him into a very bad situation so that Bram doesn't have anyone else to turn to and then yeah, he'll just like make him, him vulnerable. Yeah. That's right. And so after this we have the review very predatory somehow. It yeah, I found his entire behavior in this episode very predatory. Um mm-hmm. so we have the scene where they were doing the reel of out of which three of the four couples make it through to the next round um some C is so done with the suspense though it's so hilariously funny because they were so into it when they were watching it uh-huh, as viewers. Uh-huh. but like when they're actually in the competition he's like oh my god I almost peed my pants I just tell us the answer <laughs> but yes yeah, so made- that's right so the bullies made it through which like you know that was a given um but mm-hmm. they definitely were not happy when um, Sam C and Dynamite and Prem made it, that's for sure. I feel like they're probably starting to feel a little threatened now. Um, mm-hmm. And then... Of course, I feel like they wouldn't, they wouldn't just, they wouldn't approach them if they didn't feel threatened. threatened. Yeah, of course. Of yes. Course. Yeah. I mean, they, I think they were threatening right from the start. This is, I, I think we've been talking about it. Yeah, this is what's true. Like, why, why pay attention to people that are just not not interesting to you that's right that yeah if they were so beneath you then you wouldn't you would not bother wasting the point. time. that's right like i always tease and say i only mock if i love because if i don't like you i don't bother because i'm too lazy <laughs> <laughs> so if i tease you or i like you know give you lots of attention it's because i love you otherwise i'm like eh, whatever <laughs> <laughs> but um in their in their instance they're insecure so for sure but and then of course we have the scene the cute little like i guess reunited scene of the the boys with their boys um and we get uh fire promising to come out i just think i think that scene is so funny because of the everyone's way watching everyone like, else yes there's like they there's like, like it's, it's the scene and they climb on the scene <laughs> and everyone else is watching. Now it's their moment, you know, everyone is focused on them. It's so weird how everyone is just around them and watching them and just listening. It's like no one does they're... anything and just keep watching them. <laughs> it's because it's like any normal friendship where you're all just super fucking nosy and you want to know what's going on. <laughs> 
Is it? It's like this. Sorry? Is it? Is it something that actually happens in real life? Well, I feel like because this is all new, then yes, it makes sense to me. I feel like if they'd been together <laughs> for a long time or whatever, they probably wouldn't have paid any attention to them. They would have just been like, yeah, whatever. But because it's all new, like this is the first time, don't forget, this is the first time really where Sam C has gotten to see Dynamite and Fire interact in a way that's actually true. And also mm-hmm. Metha hasn't seen it either. So like it makes perfect sense for them to be like, <laughs> what's going on? Um, and even, even uh, uh, I mean, no, no, sorry, Ten has seen it because he saw it in the, when he was in the apartment with them Um earlier in the episode when the when the boys were fighting but like the other two haven't really seen it so it's just like a weird kind of novelty it's like seeing the animals at the zoo you know like (laughs) what are these monkeys gonna do like what (laughs) what are the what are the zebras about to do like they're just like they're trying to see if they're about to like start humping each other or something i don't know um (laughs) yeah and and Dynamite promises to come out, which she didn't. No, fire, fire, yeah. fire promises to come out. Fire promises, yeah, fire promises to come out, which was a bad idea. You just yeah, I hope it why? was problematic. Like it's one of those things, isn't it, with this show? It's like it's definitely something that could be problematic in every other mm-hmm. show I've ever watched. But in this show, yeah. I don't know. Maybe it won't be. But he did seem to. Or like, maybe it will be, but it will get resolved very quickly. Yeah, it's funny because like when he when Dynamite sort of presses him on it, where he's like, "Really, are, you know, are you sure, or are you for real, or whatever?" He says, and there's this brief moment of hesitation on Fire's place yeah, yeah. Part where yeah. he's just like, "I don't know, am I? Am I? Should okay. I have done that?" Yeah. So, yeah. but um, I mean, I get it. He's in love. He wants to make him happy. It's very cute. He's trying to support him, but it's like, dude, no, that is not a promise that you make. Um, yeah just in case you can't you know follow it up and then it's so funny because then we have the cute little bit with tan and prem and meth is just like come on do it do it and like standing in the background like like at this stage um i feel like it's really funny because dynamite and sam c are like whatever about the prem 10 stuff because they have actually seen them interacting whereas meth really hasn't so you've got meth in the background going come on do it and like totally watching them but everyone else is Mm -hmm. off doing their own thing now um and we had this really cute thing where ten had put little notes on the bottom of these bottles um and told prem to pick one and i think the one he picked said something like prem will get hugged by ten um, mm-hmm. And then he sees that uh, Ten's also got one. He wants to know what that one says. And that one says, Ten will hug Prem. So basically it's the same thing, just worded differently, mm-hmm. which my little like nerd brain absolutely loved. And it's like, mm-hmm. and then and then Ten, because he's such a soft boy, goes, I just want to hug you. <laughs> it's so cute. cute. Yeah. So they make plans um, to go to Prem's house and order food yeah. and eat together. And we had the, as I said, we had the cute little conversation where Fire's like, I'll go with Dynamite, Doc, you go with Prem, and then Samsi goes with Mertha, and Samsi's just like, why me? And it'll be really <laughs> funny because if, as I said, if what we suspect actually happened, that they went together back to Samsi's hometown to get the prawns, and then he drove him back and everything, if that does come out later on and you know, Samsi's like been protesting, like spending time alone with him or being in the car with him and all this sort of stuff. I I would be like, if I was if I was Dynamite and Prem, I would be like, 
hang on a minute like you just had this whole secret like road trip that you didn't tell us about like why didn't you tell us like what 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 happens like what, yeah. what's going on the tables will turn <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> it's like who has secrets now who has a secret <laughs> boyfriend now and like uh, yeah yeah who has a secret boyfriend now and sam t being like don't be weird and method being like hee 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 but yeah i want it so badly anyway moving on (laughs) but yeah so we we um poor poor um 10 is then we get the 10 yeah yeah trying trying to make things official between them and he says he says i want to eat you yeah i want to eat you what do you want to eat and he goes i want to eat you and he's like wait what He's like, I want to eat anything with you. Like, this is like nice day. No, I oh, think okay, actually I meant, yeah, we, yeah. he said what he said. He meant what he said. I believe he meant what he said. Of course he did. He's just like trying to change it because it's like he realized how like weird it was and inappropriate. Um, so Ten goes to ask him to be his boyfriend, but um, he runs off because he forgot the oven glove that Prem, uh, that Ten made for him or fixed for him. So he goes back to the um, kitchen. kitchen where they filmed the show and he oversees the horrible people talking about them being the jokes of the competition or the jokers. Actually, in the, beginning, in, the be- in the beginning, they were saying how they're actually interesting. Weren't they? Uh, no, I think I think... I don't know that they said they were interesting or they just said that it was interesting that they put them in the competition. I'm not really sure, actually. So, but it's 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 upsetting, obviously, to, to Prime to hear that because we know he has this kind of, like, self-esteem. Insecurity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this insecurity about this. Um, and he just, he basically just needs someone to tell him that he he deserves to be in the competition and unfortunately instead what he gets is he runs into chef shang ma who just starts being completely inappropriate with him even when he can see prem's uncomfortable so i was really i found this 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 part of the episode upsetting on like multiple different levels because like first off prem sees him as his mentor so he kind of like is um not abusing but like he the way he he is with him here when he's clearly like quite distressed Mm -hmm. it's it's very selfish like he's Mm -hmm. acting a certain way because it's what he wants to do it's he has an outcome he wants from this situation um chef shang ma and he doesn't really care about the fact that prem is going through something or that he's having feelings he just sees it as an opportunity for him to get a get in in and like try and influence prime in some way which is the exact opposite to what 10 did like just earlier when he saw that prime was you know um needing something with his friends and that and so he put them first and and he he you know and same with also when he was getting when he was dressing him as well like he put Mm -hmm. his needs and his desires and his feelings aside and and focused Mm -hmm. on what prem needed in that situation and in this moment here, Chef Shang Mai does the exact opposite. It's all very selfish. It's yeah. all about what he wants, what he needs. 
to the point where he does not listen to what um, Prem is saying and, and, and not only what he's saying, but what he's not saying, because it's interesting. Like the moment he puts his hands on him, Prem is uncomfortable. Like he puts one hand on him to begin with and that's supportive. It seems it has a supportive tone to it. It's okay. Mm-hmm. It doesn't, it hasn't upset him. It hasn't upset Prem or anything. I feel like it's very different. Um, but as soon as he puts two hands on him, Prem reacts physically. Like he looks at the hand, yes. he's very uncomfortable. And and the chef knows he's uncomfortable because he he responds by saying, like Prem didn't say anything, but he responds by saying, I only want to give you a supportive hug. Well He starts justifying his actions yeah, he's all the ju- Justifying, yeah, that's right. And he says that. Like he as I say, he's prompting it because Prem looks uncomfortable. But then mm-hmm. He says he just wants. I just wanted to give you a supportive hug, but then when he's like, Prem is like, clearly even. I don't more think it's a good idea. Well, he said I don't think it's a good idea. To me, it sounds as a no. Yeah, it is a no, and not only that. When he says that to him, he switches from, um, like this idea of him being a good guy and trying to support him to you know I have feelings for you. Like so, it's like. Now he's, it's like now he's trying to, uh, I don't know, but it's, it's, it's like he's, he's stepping it's like over using the, the situation. Yeah. Using yeah. the situation to get what he wants. Yeah. And it's like, and so, yeah, so Prem saying, um, telling him that he doesn't think the, the hug is a good idea. And then the chef doing it anyway. Taking advantage. Yeah, this is literally so- taking, taking advantage. Like some, sometimes stuff like this happens, you know, uh, someone feels, um, like in our series, for example, you know that this is not good because this is someone taking advantage of the situation when a character is in distress and another one goes and kisses them or something like this. And it usually even happens with uh, the main characters. You know yeah. they have feelings for each other, but it feels kind of wrong because like it was not really the moment. The right time. Yeah. Somehow, yeah, somehow Last Twilight avoided that. This is why I'm obsessed with the kiss from episode six because they yeah. managed to avoid, um, avoid that uh, feeling um making me feel like that but here it's it's oh it's so clear that this is this is how you take it that this is what taking advantage of the situation look looks like in the most direct like uh like it's this the etalon this is how you do not act (laughs) yeah well besides the fact that he is basically doing it anyway and so he's going against Prem's feelings like he all but said he didn't want to do it like no Mm -hmm. and so the fact that he did this in the instance where you've got Prem who is looking towards someone who is his mentor asking for advice he's upset and he's using this as you said to take advantage pushing that aside he's also one of the judges in a competition that Prem is a part of so not only is he is he putting Prem in a very uncomfortable position by like overstepping his very clearly drawn boundaries he's also putting him in a very weird position because he is um I guess his superior is not the right word but like he's one of the judges in the competition which Mm -hmm. means from the outside like if you were somebody who saw this scene you would think that something's going on. You would think that, mm-hmm. you know, either Prem is trying to influence the judge or the, the you know, that there's something else more going on because clearly they have a prior relationship 
or mm-hmm. it would it would make sense if people questioned like how did they get in this competition because he is one of the judges mm-hmm. but also besides that and putting him in this uncomfortable position because of that he also is doing it in a way where it's like he's going to judge them like he has yeah. power over he has power over Prem as well. Like there's so many levels of wrong in this scene. It's not even funny. Yeah. And so when uh, Ten pulls him away. This just him, demonstrates this demonstrates that he doesn't really care about them as contestants, which is weird because at first they made it look like they did, made it look like he did see some potential in Prem. But now it's it feels like he did not actually. It feels like all that he did for them was just because he was interested in Prem. Yeah, he just wanted to get closer to Prem is what it seems like. And I suspect yeah. that something like that is going to get brought out in the next scene, uh, in the next episode, and that is going mm-hmm. to make Prem question whether or not he's good enough. Um, yeah. And we get that cute scene. Well, what looks like it's not cute, obviously, because um, ten, uh, Prem is very impressed. <laughs> But with Prem saying, like, everything that your hands make is, like, delicious or whatever. Um, but, yeah, so then we, we have uh, Ten who basically pulls him off and says and hits him. Um, and it's interesting yeah. because I'm never an advocate for violence. But, and even in this moment, like, it wasn't necessarily necessary for him to hit him. I get it because mm-hmm. he's, like, mm-hmm. triggered by the way that he... Um, was spoken to by mm-hmm. by Chef Shang Ma, but also I think as well he can see how uncomfortable. Like he knows Prem. He says in the in the scene with the chef, "I know him. I know Prem well," and he does know Prem really, really well. Prem is, and especially if you think about it as well, come coming from Ten's perspective of someone who doesn't like to be touched, and Prem has always been very like in the beginning. Prem was very respectful of that. There is a there is mm-hmm. a, a lot of layers to what what 10 does here i don't think it's just reactive i think that it's because of certain aspects of his own personality and his own mm-hmm. his own yeah his own triggers and things like that and also the fact mm-hmm. that he says like i think he deliberately hit him because f- for for a reason because he actually says to him have you learned so like he's teaching him a lesson have you learned you should stop when someone says no so he it's <laughs> not like he he didn't say to him, you know, you need to listen or, you know, blah, blah, blah. he's actually said to him, you know, did you learn? Like me hitting you, has that, have you learned this lesson um, kind of thing? That's that's how I interpret it anyway. And it's funny. You know, I'm thinking about it and I kind of I kind of like actually how um, the fact that at first they made us like him and now they're doing this because it's, it is like this sometimes and this is when it, uh, um, this is how it hits you. This is when it hits you most, when yeah. you get disappointed in a person. That's like you're right. not I mean, affected if if you don't like someone, if you can feel who they are from the beginning. Yeah. But you relax, you get vulnerable with someone, and when they do something horrible to you, or they have suddenly behave um, in a mean way, or like they show their true colors, it's shocking. It's upsetting. Yeah. And it makes you question your yeah. judgment. It makes you question yourself. It makes uh, you not trust yourself <laughs> anymore. Your yeah. um, It makes you question your own value. Yeah. 
And so also not, it's not only not only that, but your own instincts as well. Because if you liked that person, mm-hmm. yeah, you then you then have to wonder like, how did you miss this ugliness? Yeah. Like, how did you All not see that beforehand? Yeah, you feel betrayed. You feel yeah. There's yeah. there's a lot going on. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's actually it's, yeah. Considering that that there aren't a lot of um moments that feel like drama for the sake of drama this is this is a big thing like this this character yeah. development for Shangma. yeah this is uh the upsetting moment in this series yeah that and you I find out like, that he's actually a bad person yeah and i feel like it's interesting too because as i said with the with with ten hitting him like my my knee-jerk re- re- reaction when i first watched it last night was that it was probably not the best choice for him to make mm-hmm. and that I'm yeah. given there's going to be consequences. Well, it obviously it. is. <clears throat> we can justify, we can justify that the fact that he hit, but the consequences would, will speak for themselves. Oh yeah. Like, but what I'm saying he decided is- to do this, but it's not, it was not a good idea. And there are a lot of reasons why, and we will see yeah. in the next episode why yeah. it was a bad idea. Oh yeah. Yeah. But I'm not, I'm just saying like when I watched it initially, because normally when something like this happens, it's usually like the character does it because they're mad or because they're jealous or like whatever. And I feel like now, when, like when I rewatched it and I had some time to sort of reflect on it, I don't think that that's a huge part of like why he hits him. I think, as I said, I feel like because of his own issues with touch, because of how he does actually know Prem and he can see that Prem is uncomfortable in this moment. I feel yeah, like I understand. yeah, yeah. Okay. I feel like he, him hitting him is more about like a reflection and a response to a bunch of stuff. It's not just he's jealous, so he punched him. Do you know what I mean? Like in a lot of dramas, that yeah. would be why he did it. But in in mm-hmm. this in this instance, it's like it's it's a bunch of different reasons. I think which I really like, and I'm really mm-hmm. curious to see in the next couple of episodes because i mean obviously we can see that there's going to be some um in the trailer you see that there's going to be consequences from this and we can see that the chef is going to be in it some more and 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 there's going to be ripple effects from that and i'm really curious Mm -hmm. to see if they are going to try and like make him into a good character again and try and make i want to know what chef what what um what Prem is going to be like what at the end of the day at the end of this series like what his feelings towards him is going to be is he going to feel betrayed is he going to feel like silly that he you know put such an interest in someone who doesn't deserve it is he going to or is he going to forgive him as like a misunderstanding because I I feel like I feel like I feel like this transformation happened to very um very late yeah. And for it to have for it to feel satisfying if they are if they decide to turn it around, they should have done this um earlier in the series. Yeah. I don't want So it, it would have had to. like some kind of a transfer uh, character arc uh, yeah. when we see that oh okay, so he's trying to be better or something. But with this it does it feels like it does not change at all. He just his mask just drops and I, I feel like there, there will be no time for him to become better or if they try to redeem him it might not feel satisfying so yeah. maybe I they won't they don't. like I kind of want this to be maybe not a great lesson for Prime but I kind of want him to like if they if they do get to continue in the competition and they do well and everything mm-hmm. it won't have anything to do with him 
Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it'll be in spite of him. I don't want him necessarily to be like forgiven because I feel like what he do- what he did in these moments, the way he spoke not only about Prem two ten, but also the way he treated Prem and his 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 own feelings and stuff in this moment mm-hmm. where he's really super vulnerable. Like from from Prem's perspective, I would be really upset on his behalf if he forgave him because he doesn't doesn't definitely doesn't deserve it. But I also feel like Prem the Prem that we've seen is more considering and smarter than that. I mean, we mm-hmm. we can see that in the episode when they're in the in the in the shop together and and uh, Chef Shang Ma is like trying to hit on him there and he was very uncomfortable there and he's like he's not doing this right. Oh my god, he is doing this uh, like and he tries to shut him down and he won't let him. I feel like he's smarter than that, so I'd be a little bit mad if they had him forgive him. I don't think he'd like for- oh, forgive him. Let's say maybe he says, "Oh, that's okay, everything is okay," but he will not let him come close to him anymore. You know, yeah, get close to him. He won't be. He won't that, be his. That would be. He won't forgive him in that way. That would be a brand thing to do. And also, yeah. if they keep him like this, he will be another person that they have to. Um, prove their worth to. I mean, not to prove, yeah. but be despite, be good despite of like. Yeah, well, that's um, what I'm saying. Like, if they were to win opinion. this competition, for example, it would be in spite of him. And then Ten takes Prem by the hand and drags him out. As far as I remember. Yes, he does. And and they talk and they communicate and they yes. believe each other and, this, and they just is, bond, yeah. which is. This is Which is why, so interesting. You know, yeah. This is why this show is really, really good because, like, when they're. This is why it's out, different. This is why it feels different. Yeah. And it's interesting, too, because when they're walking out, Prem is angry. But mm-hmm. it's like he's not angry because he, because Ten punched the chef. Because what mm-hmm. he actually says to him is, I don't like it when you get aggressive. Mm hmm. So he's like, well, you don't. You don't want to see the person that you love in that state and doing no, stuff like this. And not, Ten is also angry, but he's not angry at Bram. He's not blaming Bram for no, anything. No, he's frustrated. Yeah, yeah. But he's like, and once again, this is proving that he is a better choice. He is the green flag and the Chef mm-hmm. Shangmar is the red flag. So, like, he... It's interesting because, as I said, he Prem's thing... Prem's, it does, it's, it, he doesn't actually even say... He just says, why did you do... Like, he, but he's not... You shouldn't have hit him. He's like, you know, I don't like it when you show aggression or I don't like you when you act aggressively or whatever he actually says. Um, mm-hmm. But I love how, like, he's sort of angry and confused as to, like, why would – because this is not something that Ten would normally do as well. Like, he's like, why? Like, why why act so, so, so extreme, you know? But as soon as mm-hmm. Ten starts talking to him, and this is the thing that this show does really, really well. This in any other drama, this would have been held on to for a couple of episodes where it wouldn't have been clear as to why he'd hit him, or you know, like mm-hmm. Prem's character would have got mad and just like stormed off and not let you know Ten explain anything, or like it would have just been like drama, 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 right? And instead, what they did here was he asks Ten, Why did you do this? and Ten straight away sort of starts explaining to him, and he says to him, You know, like he said this to me, blah blah blah, blah. and straight away he understands and I love the way they have conversations like I love the way they tell each other these things and and not only is he telling he te- like Ten says to him he did this he said this to me and he says to him did he really but he's not questioning like he it's more like he's like really he said that the real like, 
he's bewildered, yeah. but he's yeah. not uh, questioning Disbelief. Tan's yeah. version of the story. That's right. He believes him straight away. And I feel like, I mean, it makes sense yeah. because he has witnessed these things himself a little bit with the chef. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, and so then you get this whole moment where Ten is like, but, you know, at the heart of this as well, like, he's not wrong. He he kind of called me out or called us out because, and said, I have no rights. And he's, you know, he's like, and I don't have any. So we need to have this conversation now. And the way he's like, will you be my boyfriend, chef? And the way he says it, I don't want to waste any more time. I want to have you by my side so that I can tell you I love you every day. And I'm just like, and then he goes on to say something else. I can't remember exactly what it is. But he says, can it be possible? Can you let me do that? Can you let me love you is what he's asking. And Prem just kissing him is his answer. Like he gets all shy. Even his confession is uh, asking for consent. Yeah, yeah. That's right. He's And it's not like, he's not saying like he wants to, He, he he's not even asking for really anything from Prem except for, to be his boyfriend because he's he's not asking anything of him other than to let him stay close to him so that he can tell yeah. him how much he loves him. Like, really. And then Prem, and then Prem responds by giving him a kiss, but Ten wants to hear it. They need yeah, to communicate. Love, they are the masters of like, communication. Making him, making him say it over and over again. And then when Prem, like, works, because this is, a, this is a common theme between them where one will say something mm-hmm. cute and the other one has to hear it a bunch of times. And he eventually realizes what Prem is, uh, what Ten is doing, and then starts yelling it out. Um, <laughs> and then, and then we have the kiss. Did you see the filming of this kiss? Did you see there was some, so there was so, some clips? <laughs> the way they filmed this kiss was like I feel like they deserve some sort of I don't know, not maybe not a medal, but like something because there were like that's eight just... people running around while. They were kissing. <laughs> I mean, that's the big kiss, big romantic kiss, like in old yeah. movies, you know. Like, this is the kiss the Taylor Swift, the Taylor Swift had to have in her love story music video when the camera just goes around you again and again. And it's like and the it, world is yeah. turning and you're there and you're the center of, all, of it all. Yes. It's very cute. Okay. It's very, it is I don't very, know very cute. Is. And then, of course, we have... Um, <laughs> 10 picking Prem up and spinning him around as well which is also very cute all that I could think of when I saw that was like gone freaking out because of his forehead <laughs> I know do you know what me I too I was really taken out of that moment because I could literally hear him being like puppy my hair puppy my fangs <laughs> like you could just you just know that like I feel like he would have been like freaking out because of his uh-huh. fangs um <laughs> If I oh I purchased that um the thing that that Ofgun have done on that uh, digging app or whatever and I watched a couple yeah. of episodes of it last mm-hmm. night after this or before this I can't quite remember I think it was before and um on one of them they go on they have to go to an amusement park and they go on this roller coaster and the whole ride is literally off like screaming about his banks gun <laughs> because his hair's getting like messed up even <laughs> gun. Gun. What did I say? Yeah. Off. What did I say? Off. He said off. Oh, sorry, gun. 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 Stressing about his bangs. No, off was just screaming. <laughs> <laughs> off was screaming, but gun was screaming about his bangs. It was so funny. 
Um, and so, and I think I watched that just before I watched this episode. Like, so when that scene happened at the end as well, that's all I could think about was him on the roller coaster going, Puppy, my fangs! <laughs> Oh, so yeah. So, so then that was the end, it, and it was this awesome. Is it, this is um, the episode, yeah. Yeah, and we so we got the trailer. Just a couple of things from the trailer. There's a scene where. Do you think they're gonna have sex in the kitchen? I don't know. I'm so confused. I don't understand how the scenes go. Which one is first? Which one is second? What goes after right. what? Because I hope like they it. don't fucking have sex. And I mean. What I noticed is that we're going to have that scene of eating from his hand or licking his hand, right? In oh, the next yeah, episode that we have in the yeah, 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 yeah. original. That was in the trailer, yeah. Because remember we talked about that? Yes, we're like, oh, we're probably not going to get that. And I was a little bit sad. Um, But they are giving us that. So like we're getting there. everything that, that w- there was in the original trailer. They're just we like, we're going to give you everything. <laughs> yeah. And we're like, that's and... great. Give us more. <laughs> But yeah, I don't know. The, I hope the... they don't have sex in this kitchen. I mean, well, it's but funny. If they, they... if they do have sex, like where where is that going to happen? Because like they obviously have issues finding a place. They yeah, do not they're... make the connection between the motel motel restaurant and motel rooms. It just doesn't like. There's no connection between yeah. these two concepts in their brains so they have to look for like libraries and well it's interesting and... <laughs> because it sort of looks like that's where it's going and also it would kind of make sense a little bit that's where they first met where 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 off first tasted his food where he's about to taste gun uh, not gun <laughs> off <laughs> i mean that would be it would be in character kind of but at the same time oh please don't <laughs> Well, because, like, there's a line, and I don't know if he's seeing it in the scene that we're seeing or if it's, like, an over, because, you know, like you said, you don't know whether the, the conversation is always happening when the scene they're showing you, but there's the line where he says something like, um, what does it what say? People, people in relationships, what do they eat? And I saw, oh, yeah. so, many, I saw so many posts on Twitter and stuff with people saying they eat each other, prim- uh, Ted, they eat each other. <laughs> I think this is the answer that he was he's expecting, and this yeah. this is the answer that he wants to yeah. hear. <laughs> I know, right? No, because um, totally, they, they've been pra- they've been practicing restraint for so long. Like this is they're just going to lose control. Yeah. What do they what do they just lose why, control? Which is why it would make sense if they just do it in the kitchen. But I'm with you. I'm like, guys, go there's a <laughs> attached to your favorite restaurant. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so and then of course. There's also, it looks like there's going to be an interesting conversation between Ted and his father, where his father seems to be advocating for Prem, which is really interesting. And this might be part of his, I guess, redemption. Um, And also a way for... Yes, because he only, Ted, I guess, already demonstrated that this is not going to mess with his studies. Yeah. So, but he, he had no issues about you know, them being boyfriends. Like, this is this was his main, like, problem with everything no, well, he, that was happening. Well, that, that and also I think he wasn't really sure what Prem's motivations were. But, I mean, I think if he's, if he's witnessed that, you know, Prem is doing this thing and he's not just, like, some guy who's hanging around his son no, trying I feel, to make money I or feel like he used I feel like he just used that uh, argument As to make Prem get away. Yes, yeah. like he didn't really think that what because 
then then again, because we had that scene where he went to his grandma and he did not mention that. Yeah, maybe at, out of trying to stay kind, but maybe because he didn't really think that's what was happening at all. Yeah, so he didn't bring it up. Possibly, yeah. Yeah. So I guess, but also, but even besides the the him sort of advocating for Prem in this, I wonder if this is also the start the, the start of the of ten and him reconciling. Because if if mm-hmm. if he helps, if he helps ten with with this issue that Prem is having, then I feel like that would be a huge step towards, you know, burying any bad blood that they have. Yeah. Um, but also the the bit that I like I like this as I said there's a devastating scene of gun crying and but it's also really sweet because like Ten is um, comforting Prem and everything. But this scene mm-hmm. that gets me this the scene that got me in the trailer besides the what do people in relationships eat one um, is the one where they're all in Sam C's apartment after obviously the it's expo it's found out that the video has been exposed. And mm-hmm. everybody knows about it and all the rest of it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, they're all like, it's like they're, you know, they're doing, they're, they're coming up with damage control. They're all like either reeling from it or like trying to work out what to do next. And Meth mm-hmm. is in the background as well. And I was so excited to see. <laughs> I'm like, I cannot wait for Sam C's. Just chilling. I, I cannot know. wait for the next episode. I want it so bad. I know. Um, yeah. There's like, a five-day countdown or a six-day countdown or something for us at this point. But um, So many exciting things It looks like a lot is going happening. To happen. But as I said, once again, I'm so afraid because we're now down to two episodes. Um, obviously, episode 11 is going to be the fix episode, um, how that will come about. Because obviously, as I said, the video has been exposed. We see... Um, see, I'm curious too. I have have. I mean, I know we don't like to talk about the tra- uh, trailer too much, but I do have a, a thing because you know we're talking about how like they do this thing where they don't always put the scenes in order and stuff. So in this mm-hmm. uh, in this trailer, there's the scene sort of at the end. I think is where Prem is crying and asking if he's mm-hmm. that really that lame or whatever, and Ten is comforting him. And then we also have a scene before that where it looks like he breaks through security and like has a go at Chef Shang Ma. And mm-hmm. like and like Prem is trying to stop him. Everyone's trying to stop him. And Ten's like, no. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. it'll be interesting to know whether or not this happens before or after the conversation with his father, before or after Ten crying and saying these things. Mm-hmm. No, sorry, Ten Prem mm-hmm. crying. Because I can almost like, I can see that being his reaction if, if the chef says something to Prem about mm-hmm. whatever and then Prem's reaction is to like totally um discount himself i can see ten being really angry on his behalf because he seems yeah. really angry like he's gonna go this guy um mm-hmm. whereas that's not really an o- appropriate reaction if you're trying to like make things better um mm-hmm. so it's like he's being triggered again so i'm i'm wondering if they've like done a switcheroo on us and that that scene actually comes after him comforting prem so i'm i'm really super curious about that but yeah, two episodes left only, so it's there's not a lot to go. I'm really curious to see what they're gonna how they're gonna work this out because potentially it's a huge issue for the competition because it it it's funny. Like I guess it depends on what was actually shared on the internet. Was it just um ten hitting 
Chef Shang Mai, or was the the hug included? Because the hug include the hug included could like, as I said, paint <laughs> in the wrong kind of light, like as in terms of yeah. as, a, as a competitor. Um, mm-hmm. And who shared it? I'm guessing what it's is- I'm guessing it's the what do you call it the uh, the bullies because they're threatened. So yeah. So anyway, so yeah, that's, this that's, yes, next week, what are we gonna do? Uh, we have to wait. Now. No, don't don't say don't say things like things like this. <laughs> well, don't. if in doubt, if in doubt, we can just go back and rewatch all of the Meth SMC scenes. <laughs> I need more Meth SMC scenes. I know. Seriously, did you go back and watch the scene where he catches him? You know, no. we talked about it, and I said I was pretty sure it was Method that freaks first. I haven't watched it, rewatched it again either. I think I might do that after this. I'm curious because <laughs> I'm like I'm like 99 sure I was like right with that, but then you then we have talked about it, and now I'm like I don't actually know. I'm often mm-hmm. not right. Oh, look at this! How the narrative changed. Like, <laughs> what? From I'm always right. I am always right, unless I say I'm wrong. <laughs> No, the problem with this one is, is I my I don't actually remember. Honestly, I don't. But I feel like I feel like I vaguely remember. <laughs> it is possible because I do not remember. So yeah, we, <laughs> it's great. Yeah. You, you of us remember. So yeah, I think I need to go and have a look. Um, Either of us remember, so let's just assume that you are right. No, it is possible. I feel like I feel like there's that saying, you know, like when you make an assumption about things, you make an ass out of me and you. So we could just make ourselves into a couple of asses if we assume I'm right. <laughs> I, I I wish I could make gifts though, because I would go and have a look, and if I'm right, I would make a gift, and then I would be like, ha ha, I was right. <laughs> there must be times on Some C, I don't know how it goes. But I'm yeah. sure there must be something. Yeah, yes, because I feel like I feel like there was a there's a lot of love for Mathis MC. Like I feel like there are a lot of Mathis MC shippers, which also makes me really happy. Like I'm like, yes, this is such a cool like coupling. Let's give please yeah. give it to us. I mean, I know it's too yes. late; they've already made the show. But like, please give it to us. <laughs> I think it'll be lots I mean, of they, fun. They've added some scenes like along the way. Cannot they add some meth and some C stuff? We yeah, like we know, we, like yeah. Do you remember? We know you did some reshoots because, like, oh, so was a dead <laughs> giveaway. But like, can you just like come on, just a little like you know, a little flirty flirt, <laughs> a little hand holding, a little snuggling did on the couch see? watching cooking shows? You know, you can do uh-huh. it. Seriously, the cutest way to end their storyline would be to have Metha and Sam C sitting on Sam C's couch watching a cooking show, eating food that Sam C made. Eating food together. Yeah. Yes. Oh my god! Sharing because they wouldn't share in the beginning. (laughs) Yeah, I needed to like breathe. Or oh my god, what if Metha like was to confess and like bring those meatful things Mm. that he like stole all of? (laughs) I feel like that would be like a a nice callback. So anyway, I guess this is it. Thank you for hanging out with us. Follow us on Tumblr, on Twitter, on Spotify. Send us ask. Talk to us. We love it when you do. We do. 
and also I need to know. So if you know about the the gray smock, like what is Methy Meth? Well, I was gonna say something. His name really weird there. What is Metha studying? If someone knows, please let me know. Zoe needs to know. I need it for like all my little hat, head cat cannons that my brain is writing about Samsi and Metha. <laughs> I need to know what his profession is. <laughs> <laughs> bye bye. Bye. <laughs>